0: What's going on guys, just jumping in here real quick, Um, I doesn't seem to be recording or is it recording right at the end, it's recording right at the end, here we go, Um, jumping in real quick uh, before the episode I did with Noah, uh, recorded it in the park today actually, Um, Apologies in advance, the audio at some stages is a bit whack because of the wind, but otherwise it's pretty crispy and the footage is fucking fantastic, so I might be doing more podcasts outdoors, especially if I've got a guest. Um, I wanted to jump in and say, I forgot to, forgot to touch on it with Noah, but if you want to follow him on Instagram and follow along with his journey and how he's doing, it's Naz Roa, n-a-z-r-o-a-h um and strava i'm pretty sure it's just his name noah raz um i'll confirm that with you in a second but yeah fucking awesome episode i hope you enjoy it give us some feedback um if you've got any questions shoot them through as yeah so it's n-o-a-h raz on strava if you want to follow him along there um yeah fucking great episode super happy good chats as always um I hope you guys enjoyed. it. If you've got any questions, shoot them through to myself. Or even if you, go, if you want to ask Noah shit directly, just shoot him a message. Um, yeah, happy days. Hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Not enjoyed it because you haven't listened to it yet. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up for me. Get in it, guys. But 30, big free 0 with the Razman, Noah. What's going on, son? Not much. How are we? Yeah, not too bad. Just hit up a swim. Now we're in the sun. Change of location today. Lovely. Outdoors. Local, local park. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, no kids come bust our balls.
1: Yeah. With the uh, unofficial sponsor. Yeah, Coco Coast. <laughs> yeah. There we go.
0: Get a bit of a cheers going. Delicious. Passion fruit. Perfect for outdoors when it's nice and sunny. Electrolytes. If you're, not, if you're watching this, Cocoa Coast, yes. you need to sponsor this guy. Get around it. Sponsor it. It's, um yeah, we love it. We love Cocoa
1: Coast. We're yeah. getting,
0: we're telling everyone in Melbourne to buy it. The amount of mates I've gotten onto <laughs> it is
1: crazy. Like, yeah, it's I'll, I'll, we'll have a, I'll have a party or something with my friends. And instead of alcohol, I'll just bring like five Cocoa Coast cans. Yeah. And I'm like, no can't one get asks, any better. Like, no
0: one asks any questions either. They think you're drinking. They're no. like, oh yeah, like, fuck yeah, what is that? What are you drinking? You're like, coconut water, mate. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what? And yeah. Then you make them taste it
1: they can't believe it they're like hang on okay that's not bad yeah they're like alright this
0: is pretty fucking good stuff I don't reckon I can make a can last longer than five minutes it's always gone it's hard Mm. it's definitely hard yeah good stuff Um,
1: yeah what did you get up to today? Uh, so this morning woke up an hour before my alarm nice annoyingly (laughs) after having a bad sleep. Oh, jeez. Then hit up a track session with the Eltham Tri Club. Um, it's pretty good. I wasn't really feeling it this morning because yep. I'm still recovering from the race on the weekend. Yeah, okay. Um, but I managed to, you know, I had a session that my coach had set me yep. for the track, but I didn't do it. Sorry, Dan. Um, <laughs> I just did the Eltham Tri track session you know, yeah. which was like still like there was some still some punchy efforts in there yeah. but it was better than going straight back into full training full training yeah. so I, I kept a lid on things really nice and then came home chilled had breakfast Oh, went to work then came home and then chilled and then came mm, here yeah. here we are yeah Um. what like how many people turn up to those the Elphantraicob track track sessions i've never been to one i'm just oh, curious this morning we had i think 10 fuck it's not bad um some weeks you'll get like 15 16 Jeez. and then some people like six people will turn up okay but most it's the most populated session out of all the elephant Tri sessions
0: I, I figured that because the swims get maybe i don't know on a monday morning i don't do the wednesday afternoon one but the monday morning get like five maybe six people okay. and even then it's like I mean, that's decent. It's whoever's in the lane. Yeah. It might be me, Darcy, and then we have, like, a couple of random people that are like, yeah, we'll join in, and then we all just do the fucking sesh together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, James. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking hell. Poor Barstow. Keeps trying to get back, but, you know, injuries. Injuries are are a son of a bitch. Yeah. The Wednesday night sessions I haven't been to in a while because I've been training with the... Squad. No, oh, yeah, you're with the fucking elite crew. The, the swimming club, <laughs> um, but they usually get around ten to twelve. Um, it's, yeah. It, it, but it's like a different crowd to the running squad. Yeah, like, okay. The, there's the running squad crowd, and then there's the, the the swimming crowd. Yeah, and it's and it's funny because all the Diamond Creek, Diamond Creek running club guys make up a few of the numbers at the uh. track session and then you'll get members of the Eltham Tri Club that come to the swimming ones that don't do triathlon either. They just they just swim. swim. Yeah, 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 I'll play that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking oath. Do they have a bike? Do they have a bike one? There is a social ride on a Sunday morning, but it's usually no longer than three hours. Okay. It's two to three hours and it's, you know, around... They meet in Dimer Creek, so it's out that way. Yep. Um, but there's no other bike... I think I've been trying to, I suggested that to them to maybe run a velodrome session. That'd be cool. Where we could do like velodrome efforts yeah. and stuff, which is like good for people who don't have indoor trainers. That's, that, that, that's so, a good fucking
0: call. I've I've been, I was going to go to a velodrome, but I just, I was like, I think there's one in Hawthorne.
1: Hawthorne, Or yeah. Northgate, somewhere like that. There's one Hawthorne, Reservoir, and Coburg are like the, the closest ones. Outdoor? Yeah. Outdoor ones? Yeah, fuck
0: I was like, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to hit the velodrome. But I reckon after about 5k, you'd be like, all right, let's wrap this up. It gets pretty
1: boring. Yeah. <laughs> I did my first FTP test there. Oh. And it sucked. It would have be been gnarly hours. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun.
0: Just hitting laps. I don't know. Um, apologies if the wind is annoying. I feel like it, I can see it spiking on the thing. But if not, um, I mean, just fucking deal with it, eh? Um, all right. So, you did... So, last time we spoke to you, you were talking about doing um, the
1: fucking... What was it? The national kind of... Yeah. So, qualifying for um, age group or championships. Yeah. Nice. Um, Yeah.
0: So, on the weekend, you had a... um, Was it the first race? It was the first First race. first qualifying race. For points, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. An Olympic distance... Olympic distance try, which yep. is it was 1.5, wasn't it? 1.5 swim, 40k bike, 10k run. Yeah. How did you go? Well give sh- us the give
1: us the, the story sh- from the start. From the from the from when I last left you. Or from or, 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 we'll, we'll get on that later, give okay. us the story from All the right. start. We'll like do like the, the race recap. Yeah, first. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well the short answer is did pretty good. I came third, nice. which is I was saying to myself. Podium, we're taking podium today. Yep. And we took podium. So that's all you want. Yeah. The coach was pretty, you know, stoked with how I went afterwards, which is great too. Yeah. Um But yeah, there's a lot more detail. So okay. the the night before, we'll start from the night actually we'll start from Friday so the rest was on Saturday. Friday I started getting the carbs in. Yep. Um and I <laughs> I was like, I felt shit about it the whole time. I'm like, and I'm not one of those people who thinks carbs are bad. Yeah. Not at all. But I just felt weird because I wasn't eating any other macronutrient. I was like, carbohydrate, carbohydrate, oh, yeah, carbohydrate. Okay. And then I was also trying to limit fiber as well. Because, yeah, that's and then big that thing, really yeah. left me with slim pickings because not many other vegan uh, carbohydrates, like a low in fiber.
0: What I go for is my pre race is always like, well, my Ironman pre Ironman was a vegan pizza and some chips, like that's, not yeah, not clean, not healthy, but fuel, and it's gonna block you up, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it true. worked probably too well. I
1: might take that out of your book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Saturday, yet yeah, kept the carb loading up. Um, I had I down two energy drinks as well. Um, not like your Red Bull but like a sports drink Yeah, okay, energy cool. drink um, to get that in because that I've heard is a really good way of getting the carbs in as well yeah if I'll you just that. sip on one a few during it's the just, day you know just
0: sugar yeah. getting it in yeah. and it's not hard it's yeah. delicious actually oh uh, not my one <laughs>
1: <laughs> not your one I need to find a new energy drink because uh, I don't like what, what, what are you drinking at the moment I'm using um, BPN G1M Sport oh okay which yeah, is yeah, yeah. Nick Bear's drink. Yeah, And I, I do love their company, like they've got some great products. But if you're listening, Nick, the taste of your G one Um Sport could use a little a little tweak. <laughs> is, <laughs> is all it, I'm saying. Is it like a carb drink? Yeah, it's so it's it uses cluster dextrin as yep. the carbohydrate. Okay. Yeah, right, uh, right, right. which I also might you know, another reason I might change that is because I don't it doesn't have your two, the one or z- one to zero point eight glucose to fructose ratio. Yeah, it's okay. just cross reduction which is which becomes just glucose. Yeah, okay. So you're not getting the optimum amount of carbs in right. that you can.
0: The um, the one I'm familiar with that does that kind of stuff is True Protein. Yeah. I remember when I did my when I did the Spartan races, like the long stuff, all I would drink was the True Protein endurance formula or something like that i can't remember what it was called and that was delicious lemon lime you used to just scoop it in your backpack (laughs) mix it up and it would just taste like lemon lime cordial and it was just like i would use that for fuel like it would have electrolytes carbs everything you want yeah i think they do another one now like the reason i stopped using that was because it wasn't vegan it was filtered through like some fucking bone cloth or some shit and i was like ew like why the fuck are you doing that but I think they've they got rid of that yep. and they've brought a new one out that is completely vegan. So nice. that might be one that you try. It comes, you know, in a bag. Yeah. You just scoop it out. Yeah, um, yeah. I've
1: been looking at Morton. Um, I've heard of that Morton too. Morton yeah, they've which s- is like sponsors of um, the Iron Man now. I think. They sponsor Iron. Yeah, and then they, you know, Kipchoge uses Morton. Yeah, okay. So like, if Kipchoge yeah, uses it must Morton, be then like, must be good. Mm. Um, yeah, they're they're. Their one is unflavored. Their gel's and drink is has no taste. It's just, so it's just like you're drinking water and I think that okay. like, I think that might be what I might go for cuz I'll get into it. But the race there was some major nutrition problems. Yeah, um, okay. Anyway,
0: the um I wonder how unflavored would go especially in a gel
1: form. I can't picture that. Well, it you could always add you could always add like a a natural sweetener to it yeah a, true I'll pay that which would have no calories yeah so you're not um, skewing the carbohydrate you know concentration yeah. and ratio okay so who knows
0: plus you do get sick of the taste of yeah. shit like you gotta make sure you mix up the flavours of gels and yeah. chews and all that kind of stuff while you're racing because like once you get that palate fatigue game
1: over. I've also been thinking of using these.
0: Yeah. I know a few people that, especially when they're train, they training, they load up their drink bottles with them. Them, Like, you could do that at the start. Especially um, fucking Olympic distance. Fucking Oath. You just load up your drink bottles with yeah. Cocoa, Coast Cocoa Coast. Yeah.
1: And you're sweet. The only thing is you'd have to add salt because yes. there's not much sodium in coconut water. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's Wait like that. the one electrolyte that you really want. Yeah. Or salt
0: tabs. But... Yeah. Like you don't want to be taking tablets in a fucking Olympic distance. You'd much
1: rather just drink it. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So night before, um, I went to a mate's par- uh, birthday party. Had to leave early. Um, Responsible. I like yeah. it. Nice. But it was good. Um, and I had I had two dinners. I had my first dinner was before the party. I had a plate of rice. Potatoes and sweet potatoes. Nice, the good stuff. Yeah, and then after the party, I had a bowl of rice um, with cinnamon, banana, and honey. Oh, yummy! Like and a dessert rice. Yeah, um, no maple syrup actually. Um, I fucking love that. Yeah, that was that was really good, and almond milk too. It was like a pudding sort of. <sighs> yeah, okay. thing. Yeah, okay, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah. So how did that sit? Yeah, pretty come well. Race day? The dinner I was yeah I did the pre-race nutrition really well yeah okay cool um so i was happy with that so the morning of the race everything went you know smoothly got down there about an hour 45 before what um, time did it start my wave start was 7.52 a.m. Seven fifty-two a.m so which was actually decent that's not but bad
0: because then you got to check
1: your bike what checks between like what six and seven it was 5.30 and 7.30. 5.30, 7.30. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, it was, it was a big window, which yeah. was great. Um, yeah, transition set up was good. was happy with that. Um, then my grandmother and mother, both my grandparent, grandmothers Yep. and my mum came down to watch. Nice. And also, I had a mate who I'd roped into doing the sprint. Yeah. So, sick. he came down and, and watched me because the sprint guy started an hour later. Yeah, okay. So, he watched me start off. Um, and also met my coach, Dan, down there as well. Yep. And, yeah, so got down to the race, start, did a little swim warm-up. Nice. you got to do um, that. If you'd like, get, you you got to get the blood into the arms. It's a fucking like, game changer. Yeah.
0: It Without, totally is. Like, because it just means that when you start, you're not... Like, you're not dealing with that shit for the first 500 metres. You can actually go. It's already happened. You're not yeah. like, oh my God, why the fuck are my lats burning? What's going on? This fucking sucks. Like, yeah. you're, you've really got
1: that shit out of the way. Yeah. And you can just go for it. That's right. Earlier in the season, 28th of November, I did a sprint try, which yep. was the first of the two times you races. And it was like a C race for me. I, just, yep. just a little, I didn't taper for it anything, just a little hit out. Yeah. And that was the one thing that I really noticed. I didn't warm up for the swim and I, 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 did like a run warm up, but I didn't want and I commuted to the race on bike. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do a swim warm up and when I, the first 300 meters of the swim and it was only a 500 meter swim. Yeah. But the first 300 was so hard. Like my arms were burning. It's like, it's insane. The lactic acid. And then I talked to my swimming coach about this cause right. I have a swim coach. Yep. Um, at EC Wave Swimming Club, and he said, try best to get in the water and do some hard, you know, 10 second efforts. Yeah. Okay. Just before, as, as close as you can to the start gun, because you already build up lactic acid. You'll build up lactic acid in that, and then when you start your race, you'll be your body will already have the. Um, Mechanisms in place to be removing that lactic acid. Yeah, okay. So, that lactate inflection point has already happened. Right. So, it's not, you know, the lag up to that makes to doing sense. it, which is what causes the, the fatigue. Because
0: I feel that when I do bike efforts.
1: Yes, the first one's always... The
0: first one, you're yeah. like, what the fuck? And then the next one, you're like, oh, that wasn't as bad. It's because you've already hit that point and your body's like, all right, we've got to get rid of this shit whereas that's right your first effort the cogs are turning yeah Yeah. your first effort you just build up to that point and your body's like your body's like cool you know we'll probably stop soon it's fine yeah but you don't Um, yeah that makes so much sense i the first time I did a warm up swim was Geelong last year and then I took I definitely did one before my cans Mm -hmm. the Ironman and stuff like that because you just you want to go out and you want to go hot you don't want to be going out and like dealing with you don't want to be struggling
1: lap. from the start, from the get go Yeah you don't want like, to be like this sucks Like you want to get that right shit out there. of the way And yeah. that
0: way you get used to the water too Like you're not going to be hesitant when you're getting in You're like I've already been in I know this water's good I'm just going Yeah that's right Cool so swim
1: swim, warm up Swim warm up Then I got in the first wave Fucking hope And I was like yes I have to get to the front That would um, have
0: been so handy Because you're a fucking You're a good swimmer yeah, too So you don't I, have to fight through the shit
1: Exactly um, I hate being in a pack. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I guess most people do. But I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of drafting either. Yeah, like, okay. I it definitely makes a difference. And I did draft a few times in this swim. Yeah. But um, I wasn't, rely, I don't rely on it. Because yeah. I know I can swim at the speed that I need anyway. It's,
0: yeah, it's one of those things. Like, for me, I remember doing the two times you races. Even the Ironman stuff, I, like, tend to hang wide. Yeah. Like, I'll go wide because I'm like, I'm faster than these people. If I draft, I'm probably just going to be drafting for two seconds and then catching up to them and then fucking hitting their toes and then I've got to go around them. So, I may as well just go around them on the side. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it's like, the last thing you want to do is like, be drafting behind someone and then swimming slower than you actually can swim. Exactly. And then you're, you know, losing time. Yeah. Because you're not pushing yourself. To try and save a little bit of energy when like it's an Olympic distance. You've been training for this for you know a fair bit of time. You got the power, you
1: got the you got the guts to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but the swim was my favourite part of the race. Fuck yeah. It was the water was perfect. Yeah. There was it was it wasn't cold, it wasn't overly warm. Um, for some reason, like usually I struggle in the wet in the wetsuit department in the upper body because yep. like, of the rest- restriction Yeah, because I'm used to wearing no wetsuit when I swim but that had none of that it was I was perfect I was sitting on top of the water nicely yeah, nice. um, and I was going at a speed that I felt and I looked at like this my watch stuffed up oh, fucking speed actually no I didn't no the watch didn't stuff up I stuffed up with okay. the watch right and so it I don't have any data from any of the legs no. except for this except for the run yeah um but did, what happened with so, so i ended the swim went to t1 yep then when i got on my uh, leaving transition one yep. i pressed to end the transition um and then i got on my bike and I had extended display set up so it would mirror on the bike computer. Right, okay. And um, for some reason it just must have been me overthinking things. Oh, we got a siren.
0: Yeah. Something fire is truck. burning.
1: Yeah. wonder if Shano's in there. Anyway. It's Darcy, he's on fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell.
1: Um, yeah, and... Yeah, I, I, did, I looked at the computer and it was like showing me the wrong numbers. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, oh crap, I didn't press end transition. No. So I pressed it and I'm like, okay, here we go. And then no numbers are showing up on the bike computer. I'm like, what the hell what is going on? I'm checking my watch and I'm like, heart rate zone's there. Why isn't it there? Anyway, after T2... Yep. Had finished I pressed the lap button And it goes Triathlon complete So I was one leg Ahead of myself
0: <laughs> It's the fucking worst I always do practice runs Before yeah. I race I'm always like Alright how does this thing Work again So I press lap once I don't press start Stop You press
1: start no. To start Then you lap 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 Yeah Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, I was annoyed But then I'm like Okay Discard activity yeah, Start a run, run. Yeah, I was just cool. like Just get it out of the way That's the best approach too Just yeah. fucking scrap that Move on Yeah exactly Anyway, going back to the swim, yep. I looked, I, I measured the distance of what the guy who came seconds GPS measured, yep. and it was one thousand five hundred and fifty-eight meters. Okay, and then I put that into like a calculator um, with my start time from that timing chip, yep. timing chip to transition, and it was like a one twenty-five per one hundred pace. That's pretty fucking quick. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah. Stoked with Because that's the pace That I've been training at Yeah That's the, like the threshold pace So Fuck. Yeah felt good Felt good, bad. Felt good. Um, Got out of the water And Sandringham I don't know if you've ever raced it But The swim I think I did I did do Sandy last year But they got rid they of the swim the swim Yeah Okay so you might not have done that. So I had this.
0: to fucking do the run But we pretty far It's uphill isn't
1: it Yeah There's a 500 metre run <laughs> From the beach yeah. to transition, and it is all uphill, steep. And then
0: when you come out of the water, <laughs> your legs are like, they got no blood in them. So they're like, what is happening? And yeah. then you
1: gotta fucking run. Yeah. My heart rate was like soaring in T1 on my like, shit. So I've walked a bit. It's fucking hectic. My heart rate, always, or not always, but
0: generally, is almost the highest it is in the entire race. In that T one transition, yeah, because it's like you get out and you start running, and, and that's your legs... when the
1: adrenaline really kicks in. Yeah, as well. and your legs
0: are like, what the fuck? And then you're running, you know, with trying to get your wetsuit, trying to do all this shit, and your heart rate just goes.
1: Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Exactly. So how was T was T one smooth? T one was so smooth, like, and I had the shoes set up on the pedals. Yeah, okay. I had my glasses on the bike. Nice. So all I had to do was yank my wetsuit off and put it on my helmet and go okay. and the wetsuit came off in I reckon about 6 seconds Fuck yeah. which is the quickest I've ever done and it did you baby oil and all that L- shit that lathered the shit out yeah, of my yeah, my, my, my legs it. to slip it off yeah before the race um, yeah so the guy who got out of the water in just ahead of me who ended up win- winning the race Yep he was taking forever in T1. So, he he ran up the hill and I didn't see him in that run to T1. Okay. Then when I got to my bike, he's still there getting his stuff ready. I'm like, oh, crap. I've actually caught up in yeah, this okay. run. Fucking hell. So, he, him and I, like, exited T1 at the exact same time. And um, I got my shoes on super quick on the bike. And then I realized, like, oh, crap, he's a really strong cyclist. And he's <laughs> scared <laughs> off. And I'm like, oh, well, no uh-huh, catching him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it would hell. have been, It would have, been, even though I might have been able to hold similar power, it would have been stupid of me to try and catch him because it would have meant an unnecessary surge at the start. Which yeah. Would have, you don't want to surge hard. Your heart
0: rate's already high. Yeah. You want it to settle before you start doing anything crazy. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, if you were to fucking go for it at the start, you could have just signed and delivered the fucking end of your race right <laughs> there and been like, all right, bonking for the run, not yeah. getting anything, like, you know. Yeah. Played it
1: smart. Yeah, that's right. So the bike was interesting. Uh, yep. I'd say, like, it went. My time was oh, so for the swim, time was twenty-two minutes and thirty something seconds. That's bloody quick for the Olympic, which is fifteen hundred. Yep. Um, and then the bike, I ended up completing in one hour and five minutes, forty k's. That's, that's pretty good. Um, and considering, I think Sandringham, out of all the two times you races, is the hardest course. It's, because it's yeah, I'll pay that. It. it I mean, they're all pretty easy. But, yeah. But the thing with Sandringham is the hill. The first half of the bike is flat. Second half, rolling hills. Yeah. And rolling hills are like a TT bike's worst nightmare. Because yeah, you got to surge to get up the hill. And even though it's TT. not a ba- even though you don't burn because it's yeah. not a, like a, like a massive hill or but you still a, you're gotta climbing. put down you got to put down some more watts. And then when you get to the top, the downhill, you can't hold power downhill. No. Um, and if you freewheel, then you're going to lose speed. Yeah. So, so you've you, got to you, keep it on. You get a rest, which is yeah. nice. But it just means your speed goes up and down and up and down and up yeah. and down. So my average speed was, I think, 36.7. It's still pretty fucking quick for I yeah. um, I can't
0: remember what I did when I did Sandy. But yeah, I know what you mean. It, it's a tough course. Um, I remember the day I did it. You hooked as soon as you you're like. You come out and you go left, don't you? You go left first. Yeah, you go left. Yeah, and I remember it was like a tailwind, and it was like this is the fucking best, man. So good. I'm like this is fucking fantastic. Like flying, like forty five k's an hour. I was like, mate, watch out. And then you turn around and you're like, oh shit, okay, this is different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight into the headwind. Was there any? There was no wind. No wind. That would have been nice. Which was great
1: which was nice yeah um and it was not a hot day it was cool so the bike i didn't get i didn't overheat on the bike fuck yeah um so the bike all in all i ended up with the fifth fastest bike in my age group that's very good i was surprised with because my bike is decent yep but it's not you know top level it's the so hardest d- being one in to top build. five I was like okay that's pretty good like for yeah. only being in triathlon for 10 months that's very good yeah. like
0: your bike will come it's the hardest and slowest to build like I'm finding mine's only starting to get better yeah. now Yeah. and I've been doing this shit for like two years Yeah. It's um. it'll come you just gotta fucking you know do it but that's very good considering like fuck I wouldn't be upset i wouldn't be rushing to improve it that much if i was you like that's pretty fucking good
1: yeah i've had thoughts like here and there like what do i really want to work on in the off season and i'm like oh i want to get my swim like back to elite level yeah and they're like oh no but you need more work on the bike and then I'm like thinking, nah, bike will come. you just got to get time in the saddle. It's the run where you are to And just, I'm like, oh, you just need, need to en- improve in all three. Like, yeah. <laughs> end of story. <laughs> Legit. It's a bit like that, isn't it? You yeah. You just
0: fucking, you need to, you start thinking in depth too much. You're like, I need to
1: improve in all three. Yeah. And it's but, like, oh, but I also want to get back into the gym. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. That- you just fucking do everything. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. That's my mistake. <laughs> but you end up like burnt out. You're like, nah, fuck the off season. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, I've had no off-season because I started yeah. the end of last season and yeah. I went straight into training really hard because I'm like, I love this sport. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to... Like, I don't want to wish away this season because, you know, I'm confident I'll kill these races. But afterwards, I can't wait for just a bit. It's, it's a nice, rest.
0: though. I love that feeling after a race. Like, I'm so keen for that after Geelong um in two weeks like I'm so keen for that Monday to wake up like I don't give a fuck I want to sleep in on Monday but even if I don't I was saying to Caitlin the other day I was like I can't wait just to wake up and then even if I wake up at 6 I'll go sit on the couch and watch cartoons or something like not have to do anything yeah usually it's like oh wake up at fucking 5 and go train like I can't wait just to wake up and be like cool I'm up early I get to watch cartoons like (laughs) fucking awesome I don't need to do shit
1: yeah it's um like it's an earn reward,
0: and yeah, you like, feel really good about it when yeah, you when it gets there. Fucking right. if like you work hard, you deserve it. Like you deserve a break. It's yeah. um, I mean, you don't want to get stuck in that mentality because it can be a bit fucking bit dangerous. Yeah. Like as in terms of um, like feeling like you need to earn, earn your food, yeah. earn your rest. Like it's yeah. it's a bit, the line's a bit thin there. But at the same time, like you fucking did earn it, so take it. Mm. Um, so, that brings us... Did we so, get to the... We're in the middle of the ride. So,
1: bike, yeah. So, I'll chat about the nutrition problem. So, I had one gel before the race. Yeah. Before the swim. And then I had three gels on the bike. So, one gel before the race. Yeah. Three gels on the bike. Yep. So, bit into the start at halfway and then about 10 minutes before the end. Yep. And the last, the one before the end was caffeinated. Okay. And I hadn't drunk coffee in like four days. So, so that would have hit? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell. I'll tell you why, but I, yeah. could, I couldn't really tell. And then, um, like, half a gel on the run. Nice. Um, so, and also an energy drink, which I had right. put in between my aero bars. Yeah, on nice. My, um, Little the, profile design, I think like we've got the straw same thing. One. Yeah. that's so good. It's the fucking best. Yeah. It's the one like where you can put the bike computer into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah one it's, of those. It's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all in all, bike really good. I was like, there were these four guys that weren't in my age group, but I was like rotating the lead with them the yep. whole time. Um, you know, considering the hill department, I'm pretty happy with my speed. Yeah. Um, definitely at my next two races the the course was completely flat. Yeah. So um, it'll really be just about just getting up to speed and holding it. Yeah. It'll um, be cool
0: to see what you can do in those coming races. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm keen. Yeah. for those. Know. Yeah, so T2 also went really smoothly. Yep. Um, bike Black well, got the shoes on and then into the and then I went through this whole fucking shit with my watch. And I was like, "Oh crap." But then when I'd started the the, got into the run I passed my coach and he said you know build into it yeah um and about a minute in I had the worst most painful stomach cramp every step every stride was like a knife to the stomach It was like oh yeah, okay. oh, oh, oh. And I wonder do you reckon you over fueled so here's the thing it may have been overfueling. Yep. I think I drank too much liquid. Yeah, okay. and the gels that I were using uh, were the SIS ones, which yep. are already like liquidy, um, really liquidy. Yeah. And the second thing was I didn't train with SIS gels. What did you? Tra- which ones did you use when Endura. you? Endura. Endura, right? And the reason why this Rookie was a mistake was because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I talked to my coach afterwards, and he goes, oh, "I don't know why you had the." something to come and I told him I was like ah yes that would be right yeah anyway um, I used Endura because I made an order for a whole bunch of jailers from 99 bikes like a few weeks before the race yep. so I could train with them and they never rocked up <sighs> and they sent them to my address which is currently a building site yep. but they didn't tell me where they went after that and my mum was there the day that they were meant to be delivered and nothing came. Lovely. So they're literally just in the void somewhere. Gosh. So uh, the week of the race, I went and bought a whole bunch of SOS ones. Yep. And um, I'm like, okay, it was a last resort. Yeah. And it was the best I could have done in yeah. the time. Um Because Endura ones are good, but they're really sticky. Like they're the like SOS and Endura the ends of the spectrum where like Endura yeah, gels okay. are like. Really thick honey. Yep. And SIS gels are almost like... a um, like fucking maple syrup with water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of. They're like a really liquidy jelly consistency. Yeah, um, yeah okay. So, yeah. that was the problem. And then, because of that, I couldn't get going on the run. Like, I just... I couldn't get up to pace. It's fucking hard. If you've started with that,
0: like usually your quickest K's are when you come off the bike. Yeah. So if you've started with like a punch to the guts, it's like, fuck, now how do you build from here?
1: Exactly. Yeah. It was, and, and it was partly that, that made me not really think about my legs. Like I didn't, I don't recall, you know, feeling really bad jelly legs. Nice. Um, which is good because I've done a lot of brick sessions, yeah, hard yeah. brick sessions yeah. as well.
0: You get, you kind of get used to it. It's weird. You've kind of like, I find, well, for me, it's like the first, or it's probably increased slowly, slowly, but it was the first 5Ks I always get for free after doing my, um, ride. So, like, when I did that park run and I ran my, like, 5K PB, mm. I did, like, a two-hour ride beforehand because I was like, I know I can get 5Ks in for free, like, at a quick pace I know I can get it in before it hits me so like I just went for it so like I don't know do you find that you get a certain
1: amount of k's in before something hits you or is it a bit different for you I usually find as soon as I get off the bike I'm a bit wobbly yep and then it it goes away okay um and that's what I was experiencing in the brick sessions that I'd done um I like but it got better every brick session that I yeah. did. Like I could feel myself adapting to running off the bike really yeah. well. It's just a shame that in in the race, I couldn't, you know, zone into that because of the stomach pain. Mm. How Sandy yeah. starts off. So it's downhill, isn't a it? A bit downhill for yeah. the
0: first. I think it was for the first like, like two three k's. Yeah. And then you come along the
1: beach for the, the, the yeah. bottom part, and then you kind of like right at the end, you kind of go. Up, go up, up like a sharp up, hill. Yeah sharp like hairpin and then through the trail a bit and then you turn around for your second lap and that my coach explicitly explicitly said to me that little hill on the first lap do not sprint hard up it just get up it it doesn't matter if your pace drops just get up and start again when you get to the top and that's what I did and that, that bit you know, so you run down the beach, no, so you don't run down the beach road towards Brighton yep. and then you turn around and run along the beach back towards yeah. Sandringham, which Sandring, is relatively Hanover. flat. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a bit downhill and then completely flat. Yeah. And that run back to the turnaround was, uh, was uh, I'd gotten into a zone. Nice. It was good. It was not my ideal pace yep. because of the stomach thing. But yeah, I'd okay. managed to find a pace that was working. Yeah. Um, and, but the second lap was hell. Yeah. Okay. It was so bad. And people were passing me and I was like, oh, crap. Oh, uh, no. Although they were doing the sprint. So. Oh, okay. That's fair I mean, enough then. fair enough. But it's, it's shitty. It's
0: annoying as when that happens because you're like, oh, fucking I've done twice the work of you and you're just fucking zooming <laughs> past me like it's nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So my ideal pace was <clears throat> between three fifty six to four fifteen, 56, 4. 15. Okay. minutes per K, which would have landed me somewhere between forty to forty one minutes. Nice. I think when I did it, but I ended up with a pace of four twenty nine. Four twenty nine. Which that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. That's very good. I think I averaged considering the, my stomach and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. The,
0: I got four. I think I did 420. It was my. That's my 10k PB. Yeah. Average 420 when I did Sandringham, um, and I just remember like the first lap was. I don't know. I just fucking like. I can't kind of remember it. I just think I blacked out for the first lap and just got my five k's for free. And then the second lap, I was like, all right, time to hold on, because yeah. my coach told me when I did that, she was like, because my goal wasn't the Olympics. She's like, blow up. <clears throat> blow up Same go bit. out to blow up yeah. go out to not finish and I was like okay and then I managed to just hold on and get a fucking 10k PB nice. out of it and I was like I didn't blow up yeah, like nice. oh I can actually go pretty quick yeah yeah. Um, but yeah man fucking what was it 4 5, 429 that's very quick for 10k yeah
1: it, it, was, it was I was happy in the end because it landed me in third place and yeah. um, even if I had to run a 40 minute 10k it wouldn't have got me second yeah okay. so because it was a big gap between me and third and second. Yeah. Sorry, between me and second. Because yeah, yeah. I was third. Um, but I'm glad it happened now because the next race will will be more down to those. Because yeah. I will, because it's the nationals at, yep. in Malulapa. I'm going to expect to be a bit further back in the field. Yeah. Which yep, yep. means the time differences are smaller. Yeah. Usually.
0: Which means those little pickups. Which means yeah, all it'll matter. Yeah, so yeah, it might
1: yeah. be a bit of a different race plan. Because yeah, okay. race plan on Sandringham was do damage on the swim and bike, yep. and then just whatever you've got left for the run. Yeah. Okay. Whereas I'm thinking Mooloola Bar, because it's ocean swim. Yeah. It might be um, go hard on the swim, um, stay you know controlled on the bike, and then rip it on the run. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know though. Um, that's just what I'm guessing. How long until Mooloola Bar? It's on the 13th of March. Yeah. Fuck, so not So... Yeah, okay, so I'm on... F- from the day we're recording this podcast, four and a bit weeks. Four and a bit weeks. Nice. Yeah. That's,
0: um... And where the
1: fuck is my Is it New South
0: Wales? It's on Wales. the Sunshine Coast. Sunshine Coast, Queensland. Queensland. <laughs> fuck yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's about an hour and a bit drive north of Brisbane. Okay.
0: Are you flying in? Um, yeah. Have you got a
1: bike in? bag? Not yet, but I'll, I'll, I'm hiring one. Yeah, cool. Um, from the tri-club I think. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, the, um make sure you measure
0: like a tip because when I took mine for Cairns my bike's big so my bike bag it didn't fit properly so I had to take off the fucking uh, TT bars I had to take my seat out I had to take everything off and like reassemble it so get the way I did it was get your phone and use the little angle thing and measure the angle of your TT bars measure like how because they're separately, so if you have to take them off, yeah. measure like how far apart they are from the stem, make sure yeah. you measure your seat height, yeah, all makes just measure all that shit so that when you get there, you can pull out a tape and put it back together the way you want it, yeah. Because, yeah, the last thing you want to do is roll in and have your bike not feel not the way to you. you've been training, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like that, yeah, that was the, the biggest thing for me. I made sure I measured everything, like angles and all. Because you get on there and you pick it straight away. Like as soon as you jump on to do like a, a spin or a training ride, you're like, something's, something's off, it's not right.
1: Yeah, even the smallest millimetre. Yeah. yeah, you're
0: like, nah, it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, like I picked mine recently, I was doing a trainer set and I was like, mate, my fucking quads are blowing up real hard. I was like, this is unusual. So I had a look and my seat hadn't dropped, but like the angle of my knees was too like small okay um so i popped my seat up i think a centimeter
1: Hmm.
0: or it might have even been no it was like five mil and i was like oh new man Felt yeah. so good <laughs> yeah. yeah so it um it does make the fucking make
1: all the difference i did that on my road bike recently like i, I moved the seat forward on my road bike and yep. tilted the handlebars up because i was really stretched yeah. out and i'm like oh there's so much come i did the same
0: similar thing i like i was like I feel really comfortable on my TT bike, but my road bike feels like shit. And I was like, mm. what's wrong? And I realized I was kind of too stretched out too. So, I moved my seat forward a bit and tilted the angle, I think, down. Because my seat was tilted. It wasn't tilted too high up, but it just felt like it was riding right up in there. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's not good. Like, I'm getting fucking chafing bad. So, I dropped the, the angle of the seat down a bit and fucking... There you go. Happy days. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes all the difference. Yeah. Um, So... The run, happy run, with
1: it? Run, I'm, I'm happy with yep. it. And and um, definitely a lot of learning uh, curves that I can take into the next race. So, if you so, could say, like, what were the things you learned from this race? Uh, first one, um, probably nutrition, of course. The, yeah. the biggest thing. It's, um,
0: it's you constantly... That's the one that you're fucking constantly learning. Like, yeah. I... I mean, you probably pick it up quicker than me. I just... I still haven't picked that one out. A little bit better. What I did... Actually, I'll... Another tip too with your fucking trier thing. With your, like, the The transitions and stuff. Mm. Just set your bike computer and start that as well. That's how I do it.
1: Oh, just in case? So, yeah. I have Uh, the
0: watch watch going, but then I start the bike as its own thing. And I'll just have...
1: Do do your... Does your heart rate monitor and power connect to both at the same time? I
0: think my my heart rate does but my power i only connect to my bike computer because that's the one i'm going to use to look yeah, at my stats okay, so i'll right. come in like and I, my watch will have the ride but like when it all goes on to strava mm-hmm. i'll fuck the watch data like off one yep. yeah because they
1: sit it separates it yeah, yeah that's then good. sub
0: my thing in, so yeah. that might be something to even just train it yeah and see how you go in training like yeah. maybe just fucking do a dummy swim and then yeah. start the ride at the same time and just see how it goes that's that's what i um that's what i do yeah and then what was my other fucking thing we're talking about nutrition that's right timers like i know for me
1: i had set timers yeah Cool. Uh, yeah i'd set timers i'd set uh like uh, five minutes into the bike 20ks yep. and then for uh 50 minutes yeah nice um as my three gels so yeah. I got I had the time and I had like little messages to myself nice. to, yeah, like push hard or stuff, stuff like, that. I'm I'm like that I like that idea yeah I might fucking steal that for well me. I got this so I'm a Yes Theory fan I don't yep. know if you know the YouTube channel Yes Theory no not familiar check them out yeah okay so their motto is seek discomfort yeah I like that and this is what I'm wearing now ah, the Yes Theory match it's pretty fresh yeah um, anyway, so this wristband I got with this T-shirt, yep. but I wrote it on my arm. Yeah, fucking oath. During the race. Yep. And um, yeah, it just gives you that little, that little you know, push. Yeah. That little push. That it's
0: nice. I. It's a bit
1: extra. It is like you do it.
0: I don't know. Some dude, some random ass bloke at the gym once said to me, like when I was training for the Ironman. This was before COVID and stuff, so I thought it was going to be pretty close. He was like, um, just like. Remember, when it hurts, like when you're hurting, like you earned the right to to be in that pain. You earned the right right to hurt. Like you did all the training. You deserve to be there. You earned the right to fucking feel that pain. Yeah. So like embrace it. You did the work to get there. So fucking
1: suck it up. Like enjoy it. And when I found when you, especially in training as well, when you are in a hard training session and you switch your mindset from, okay, this sucks to, yeah, this sucks. But um, you know, just because it hurts doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You know, yeah. pain is just temporary. Yeah, it's and like just I like I learn to just sit in the pain. Yeah, and then it becomes tolerable. And I, it's you're right, hundred yeah. percent. I
0: had that this morning when I was doing my trainer set. Like I was doing my fourteen minute um, efforts, and like I always fuck with myself. I'm always like, all right, just do four minutes, and then you can get off. Like after the warm up, warm up's like twenty five. 26 minutes. Mm-hmm. After you warm up, do first four minutes of the thing. That'll get you to half now. Get off, stretch your legs, jump on, to the next 10 minutes. Then I'll get to the four minute mark, um, four minutes in, and I'll be like, just fucking, you know, go to halfway, get seven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nah, just finish it, finish it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'll start the next one and do four minutes of that and then I'll break. Yeah. And then I get to the four minutes. I'm like, seven, five, finish it. And then you finish two efforts yeah. out of three. And I'm like, may as well start the next one. And then I get... Yeah. I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking finish this one too. Like, it's
1: all about the mind games. Yeah, you it's just keep fucking with yourself, games.
0: and then you get through it, and you're like, oh, I could do it. Great. Yeah. Like, it's not like pain. Yeah, pain is temporary. It's not pain the fucking end of the world. And exactly. it's
1: in terms of training,
0: the goal is pain.
1: Yeah. Like, and and if you if you're not hurting in in training, then the race is gonna hurt ten times more. Yeah. You and you're not gonna be it. able to put out the results that you want yeah
0: like not every session has to be fuck you pain of course not no. you got to experience it you can't like you can't not experience pain in training and then get to race day and be like oh my god this is uncomfortable it's like no shit it's meant to be that's the <laughs> yeah. whole fucking point yeah. that's why not everyone does it yeah
1: yeah but like, it's going to be more uncomfortable if you don't train it yeah hundred percent so. like that's why i look at training sessions
0: like there are you have them every now and then I like to think of it like as something from the fucking universe like every now and then you're gonna have a training session where you feel like absolute fucking rubbish or like nothing goes your way Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be painful but it has to be a mental learning lesson like you might have a training session where you fucking get a flat tyre like fucking everything all your heart rate monitors power meters run out of battery like you get fucking stranded somewhere you run out of fucking water like whatever yeah but you manage to get home like that there is a toughness training session like yes it's, like i had the one with with me was when i when james and i were training for the iron man we tried to dodge a storm go to seymour do our 180k ride a little bit of a run and then come home but we got there and james got a flat within the first five minutes and then we got by the time we got home it was 12 o'clock but we still had to do 180 fucking Ks and it was pissing down so that meant 180 Ks on the trainer and then I had to run like fucking 15 or something Ks off the bike so it was like I didn't finish till it was like 7 o'clock and it was dark outside but I got up early enough to finish it you know 1 or 2 o'clock but for me that day I was like doesn't matter I just gotta finish and I'm just gonna chalk it up as a mental training day like for me I did that and I was like great I know my mindset is there for the fucking Iron Man now. That's it. Yeah. So, like, we got...
1: It's it's, it's mindset training as well. Yeah. You yeah, got to, like... Definitely.
0: Yeah. Don't write off those... Even those sessions that are really hard and you're, like, you can't put out what you want to put out. Like, just showing up and going through them. Like, when you wake up and you're, like, I don't want to fucking do this. But you do it. You get through it. Like, those sessions are the ones that will come out when you're fucking dying in the race and you're like, nah, you know what? Like, I got the fucking... Mm. I went through that. I went through
1: this before. I, I know I can do it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Bear, um, has... says this thing, um, this quote that he got from his running coach. Yeah. Um, and it's... the motto is, um, be consistently good rather than occasionally great. Yeah, I'll pay that. And... It's just so right. Like, yeah. this morning is the perfect example of me waking up, feeling like crap, not having enough sleep. Yeah. But I, st- I still went to the track session. And, you know, before I go on, I was just talking about this with Anthony before the podcast, but the mindset of, like, sleep till you die is completely wrong. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not condoning that at all. But yeah. what I mean by this one is i still showed up yeah and even though i may not have done the set session i did a session that trained the energy systems i needed to um to to a a good enough degree yeah i I kept a little things it it was a shorter run that i would normally do on a tuesday morning but it still happened yeah it's better than nothing and i was you know happy with myself afterwards and has, and that gives you confidence for training sessions to follow yeah exactly. 100% exactly
0: yeah. and like that, that's one of the biggest things with Ironman it's like mate showing up is showing up every day is what it's about mm-hmm. so if you show up one day and your session's too hard for you to do and your body can't handle it pegging it back and just going through that session and getting the time done like say it might be a 15k run where you got fucking a bunch of efforts if you come show up and you just do the 15k run cruisy that's better than going, hitting those efforts, blowing a fucking hamstring and then missing yeah. three weeks. Exactly. Because the kind of volume, if you're training 20, 25 hours a week and you're missing three weeks, that's a lot of fucking time that you're losing. Whereas yeah. if you just, you know, if you're not feeling up to it and you cruise it, that's better than blowing something out and getting yeah. injured. Yeah. Like you're better off, you know, yeah. pulling it back and just getting it done than My, yeah. going out and fucking hurting yourself.
1: My coach says to me, um, when you're... When you're in a session and you're doing efforts and you're like halfway through the efforts and your heart rate's soaring on the bike or you can't hit the power numbers and you're really and you're focusing but it's just not there, or if you're running and there's a little niggle and it's just not going away, just cut it. Yeah. Like do the session but just do the rest easy. Yeah, exactly. And, um, because and then if you feel any time where there are a few sessions in a row where you've felt like that, and you don't want to train. It means you're overtrained, yeah. and that's the perfect time to take a day off. Right? Just, just throw it all out the window and come back better the next day. It's so, true.
0: It's hard to like accept, and you. I think you touched on it before briefly, like with the the sleep shit. Like sleep is so underrated. Yeah. And like there was, I was talking to someone about it. I can't remember who it was, but it was like. You're almost better off, like, I'm going to use Man shit, or the triathlon training yeah. principle. If you, you know, you know, like, you get home late one night, right? You can't train till 7 o'clock. You do your session, it means you go to bed at 9 o'clock. And then it's like, all right, I have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to swim. You're almost better off just sleeping in, getting up later, missing that swim hitting your afternoon session and then resetting because Mm -hmm. that sleep is going to benefit you way more than rolling up and just hitting your swim. Exactly, yeah. Like, you're risking just slowly driving yourself into the ground by getting minimal sleep. Um, Sorry about that, folks. We had a uh, bit of technical difficulty with the mics not working, but now they're back. We're talking about sleep um, basically being really important and how it's neglected and how you're better off
1: Missing a Are session. you out of frame? Uh, maybe. Here we go. You. Um,
0: yeah. missing a, you're better off missing a session than um, yeah.
1: missing sleep sometimes. And sleep. you're better off also missing a session and forgetting about it Yeah. rather than trying to do it again later in the week because yeah. that is just causes more problems. Every time yeah. I do that, like I'll hit my coach up. Like, all right, I can't train on...
0: I can't do all my <laughs> sessions on Friday, so I'm going to do an extra one on Thursday. Yeah. And she's like... No, you are fucking not. No, just miss it. Just get over it. Like you're not gonna do three sessions in a day. That defeats the purpose. You're better off just doing two, and skipping one completely. Um, so yeah, recovery is very important. Yeah, you know, most it's important. Something that you know takes a while to pick up and learn, but if you can learn it, beneficial. Exactly. Big time. Um, we are talking about before we got this shit rolling back up again. We we're talking about power meters. Um, I am rolling the. Garmin Vector, three double-sided power pedals, and, like, my right side is just, it keeps it keeps saying right side missing, right side missing, oh. and, like, the battery cover is, like, because it's, the pedal's plastic, but the battery cover's metal, and what it's done is it's stripped the thread so it doesn't screw in properly, so uh-huh. I've had to start putting, like, um, plumber's tape around it, the white stuff. To make it screw in properly Then oh, I've got crap. to tape it on It's just a fucking absolute disaster um, Yeah that's not ideal But like I'm like you I'm like I don't want to spend 1200 bucks on They're a, expensive Yeah a fucking new set of pedals So yeah Like I don't know And then I look at the other options for power meters And they're all confusing man Like mm. what what are you looking at to try and get If you want a new one
1: Well I don't Look my I, um idea at the moment is Not to buy one keep using what I'm using so power indoors on my indoor trainer yep. and then heart rate outdoors on my on my whatever bike I'm riding outside. Yeah, okay, cool. And that has worked for me this whole um, training program. Yes. Yeah, and because right. I'm not using a power meter in the race, it wouldn't make sense to use a power meter outdoors in training. That's true. If you're not going if you're not governed by power in
0: the race, then why would you yeah. use it in training? It doesn't make yeah, it's true. I use it
1: for yeah. efforts on the indoor trainer, yeah, but outside, no. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I find heart rate is a good enough, um, you know, indicator of yeah. of effort outside. And I
0: suppose heart rate allows for days that you're cooked as well. Like, yeah. if you're cooked, you're going to hit your heart rate quicker mm. than days that you feel good. Like if you feel good, it's going to take you longer to get to the heart rate you want to hit to. So if you can keep yourself like that, it allows for day your fluctuation in like yeah. how you feel. Was power like I don't know for today? My today, my session this morning was fucking hard. Just purely based on the week, weekend that I've had leading up to it. Um, so like, if I was going by heart rate, it would have been much better because my heart rate was fucking flying today just because I was fatigued.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's um, it has a lag. obviously lag effect but there's also you know it allows for those things like you just mentioned yeah yeah so my current like plan with the power thing is you know just to do that and then my goal is to in the next year or so get into elite level racing (laughs) oh boy for Um sprint and Olympic distance. Nice. Which will be another big thing to work towards after age group world champs. Yeah, okay, cool. But um that's a goal. And the thing with that is it's draft legal triathlon. Yeah. So right. I'll be so what I want to do is come that time, buy a new road bike with a power meter on it. Yeah. Sweet. So the one that comes with like a a, a really good a road good bike, yeah, like yeah, a yeah.
0: like a fucking expensive as shit. One.
1: Exactly one that yeah. you look at and you are like, damn, I've got to get insurance on this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So for uh, draft legal means that you are riding, um, you are allowed to ride right behind and next to other riders, yes. so you can basically share the um, aerodynamic slipstream which makes it easier to go faster yeah, because okay. you don't have to put out as much power. Um, and that's why in non-draft legal triathlon, which age group, all age group except for sprint distance is, so yep. age group Olympic, age group half Ironman, age group Ironman, is all non-draft legal, the the ideal bike is a time trial bike because it's the fastest bike on its own. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes uh, sense yeah so
0: it's like it's funny like non uh, half Ironman Ironman distance is non-draft legal but when you're in the race mate the fucking lead oh, pack the God. lead pack are just all drafting off they're each all other. drafting it's yeah. ridiculous like the yeah. motorbike will go past and be like hey like fucking split up but they're
1: all drafting off each other and I feel like handing out drafting penalties is just so like you got to be really unlucky to get one because yes. there'd be so many other people yep. that would also be drafting and not be booked for it. Yeah, so it's insane. Like I, I would hate that. The Iron happen. Man,
0: there were so many people drafting; it was ridiculous. Especially coming back from Port Douglas because it was headwind the whole way back to Cairns, so it was like a trail of people just sitting behind each other, trying to <laughs> you know, trying to go. And like no one knows whether who the first dude was because the train was so long. Mm. Everyone was just sitting behind one another, but um. Yeah, it's it's crazy like those draft legal races. Like I remember seeing some of the elite guys do the sprints or the um two times you stuff last year and they're just they're fucking flying in their pack. They're like, quick. And they're not putting out insane wattage. Well, if you sit, all you got to do is
1: have a good swim and get out into that lead into that. pack and you're fucking set. There's that's why long they that you call can stick with them. Exactly, that's why they call draft legal triathlon a swim run. Yeah, cuz you swim You stay with people on the bike and then you win it on the run. Yeah. And yeah, so. Nice. So, yeah. Like,
0: if that's the end goal, what is your, like, what's the next, what's the plan for the rest of the year or the rest of the race season? When does that, when does the race season end?
1: My last race is on the 28th of March. 28th of March. 27th of March. 27th of March. um, St. Kilda Olympic, which is the last two times U series race of the season. Yep. Um, and then I'll take a little off season, and um, by that time, I should have accumulated enough points to call, qualify for age group um, national team. Yep. Age group ne- our world champs is in November. Right. In Abu Dhabi. Really? Yeah. Fucking hell. So that'll be sweet going there, um, putting on the green and gold. Yeah. At a not elite level, but um, still, it's a. Something that I would be how many, so keen to do. Fucking hell. How many points do you need to qualify for that one? I don't really know, but you need you basically need two top ten finishes and something in top fifteen. Usually. Oh okay. And I've already got a third place, yeah. which is my coach said by the standard you are at the moment, like you'd be pretty unlucky not to cool. to get it. So how many people get to go to that? 20 people per... Well, no. The maximum they can take is 20 people per age group per gender. But they don't have to. Like TA Triathlon Australia don't have to take that many. It just depends on like hotel numbers and and stuff. So so. they
0: take you and they foot the bill for everything?
1: No. So you have to pay for entry to the race. You have to pay to apply to get chosen. Yep. Um, And you have to pay... uh, some other fee. Um, I don't know about airfares and accommodation. Fuck it out. That but would um. It's like, it's the same thing. Well, not the same thing. I'm
0: sure Iron Man's ripping people off way more than these guys. Mm. Cause it's the same thing. If you qualify for age group, you have to buy the age group slot on the day. Like you have to buy it. Yeah, I don't know what's dripping yeah. from the top, but I've, I've been having stuff drip on me before, um the whole fucking time. Um, yeah, you have to buy the age group ticket on the day. Like an Iron Man's like 500 bucks. So if you don't buy it. Mm. you don't accept it. So, you have oh, to... Oh, right. So, if you get chosen for Ironman Worlds... If you qualify, yeah. If you qualify for the Ironman, half Ironman Worlds, you yeah. have to buy it. You have to accept it by buying it on the day, buying the entry. The day of the race? The day of the race. Otherwise, you forfeit it. So, you have to... As soon as you like... They'll be like, all right, you, you know... Oh, the
1: day you qualify? They'll be like, yep. Yeah, congratulations, oh, okay.
0: you've qualified. Um... You got to pay, you know, five hundred bucks, and you have to bust out the credit card. <laughs> That's a stitch up straight after finishing. Imagine the if race. you
1: hadn't been paid yet. <laughs> you fucking you spew them. Oh. absolutely spew them. Yeah.
0: So, like, I feel like these guys, you know, maybe they take a bit of money from you, but they're not stitching you up
1: because it's it's not governed because it's governed by a world body, yeah, um, um uh, International Triathlon Union, yeah, and okay. then they're thus governed by Triathlon Australia, yeah, okay. There is a bit of like, um. There's and probably funding. Yeah. And yeah, and because you, you pay for a Triathlon Australia membership yeah, as well. Like, yeah. True. I think it, that's all considered. Yeah. fuck no. Nice. Well, that's, that's um, some exciting stuff. Yeah. Then, so, going down the track. So, that's yeah. in November. Um, and then following that, I want to, at some point next year, try out for the Triathlon Victoria Youth Development Team. Yep. Which is like the pathway to elite racing. Okay. So, that's the, like the next step. Yep. Which will be another level up on um, age group, racing. Yeah, fucking age. Um, so to do that, um, they Triathlon Australia, so Victoria, hosts these like tryout sessions. Yep. That anyone can go to. Um, I'm not sure like the, the exact details, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyone on between the age of 16 and 23 can rock up. Yep. Um, and they basically just look for out an outstanding talent that is promising. Okay. So, I'm confident because my swim is good and I'm going to work on bike handling skills because that's a really important part and something that they look for even if you don't have like the power numbers straight away, if you can handle a bike like, you know, do um, you know um, slaloms on a bike, pick shit up off the ground put helmets on with no with no, like no hands riding the bike, like that's what they want because in draft legal racing, like it's, like, it's a cycling race. Yeah. It's a criterium. So, yeah. you, you've got to be on your ball when it comes to cornering and yeah. all that stuff. You need to be confident riding with, like, fucking people around you, too. Exactly. Because if well. you're not, then
0: you're not going to be in the pack. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, something I want to do in between is enter some crit races. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Just, where do they...
0: Where the fuck are they in Australia? Yeah. They're, they're, like, uh, the, they're all over the place. all in Australia. In Melbourne.
1: Um, Hawthorne. Okay. Uh, on the boulevard. Yep. Um, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, down um, in... All the cycling clubs host them. Right. Like, and okay. they're just like local races. You can just enter on the day and and rock up and oh, have a go. Be... Yeah, they're, they're fucking
0: legit. They're yeah. like blow the cobwebs out big time. Yeah, they are. That,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm preparing to get humbled when I go, oh, but yeah. like that's the whole point. Like to, you um, want to
0: be just out of your depth, like exactly. With what you're training, like those guys are pure cyclists. Like exactly. You're not gonna keep up. No,
1: and I know that, so I'm just gonna practice sitting in a pack yeah. and see what happens. So. Yeah. Fucking earth. Um, so that's the that's the plan. That's, that's the, the plan. goal.
0: Um, fucking hell! Exciting shit. Yeah. And then you want to get into so if you if you get accepted into this youth training squad, you the goal is.
1: Go elite with the the, the shorter distance stuff. Mm. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be so much fun, I yeah. reckon. Nice. Um, but a lot of work to do. And, you know, like the first race, I'm happy it's out of the way because it's given me some, you know, um, some thoughts that yeah. I need to, like, park. Like, run, like, obviously nutrition. And then run strength is so down through the day like yeah. and you've got to just um be so good on the run that no matter what happens like you can still put out uh paces that you know you know you're capable of yeah. even though, even if it hurts exactly. um so the run yeah is especially the thing out of you know I was saying before you'd want to improve all three but if there's one discipline where I need the most um Fitness improvement. Yeah, it's running. Yeah, um, okay. And even though I'm happy with like I've wiped almost something like twenty six seconds off my threshold pace in twenty four weeks. That's pretty fucking good. Which is good. like from a f- no, actually more than that. So it's f- my threshold was four thirty minutes per k, and now yep. it's four hundred one. Fuck, that's pretty. Well, it was four hundred one huh? a few weeks ago. It's probably yep. higher than that now. Yeah. Um, that's fucking awesome. But, yeah, like, those guys are running 10Ks in 36 minutes, so... Yeah, that's, that's fucking... That's so fast. That's, like, unfathomable
0: for me. I am... Um, like, I'm fucking pumped with... I don't even know what mine was, but it was, like, 4 minute 20s. So that's my PB. And I was like, great. I'm never going to run quicker than that again. But, <laughs> in saying that, I was saying to you before, I would like to do a an Olympic distance race now because I feel so fit. Mm. I would like to see that I could, you know, potentially break that. Um, but at the same time, I want to do well in Geelong. So, I don't want to risk doing one before. Yeah. But you mentioned, you know, it might be wise to do one after. Yeah. So, we'll see how we go. See how Maybe we feel. Maybe
1: see how you go in the week. Enter a few days before. Yeah. Why not? That's it. Yeah, but... Fucking hell. Um, Yeah, so, uh, Mooloolaba Triathlon will be the next one. And that's um, going to be interesting because yeah. there's a hill in the run like a proper hill mm. <laughs> like the Sandringham there was a little pinch at the end but yeah. this is a proper like easily more than 500 metres yeah um, Geelong's got one of them
0: yeah and it's just fucking it just sucks like it's just long and it's pretty steep like it kicks it has stairs and it kicks and then it's just long it's probably like 750 steady incline and you just blow out your legs Oof. Which, like, the hills... Yeah, the last thing you want to be doing in a fucking short distance or even a fucking half, half man Or even a fucking man, You don't want to be running up hills. No. You
1: want it to be flat. You want you, to just be turning the legs over. Yeah, exactly. Letting the shoes do the work. You don't want... Again, you don't want to surge. No. Yeah, And and that's what a hill is. <laughs> yeah, a hill is a fucking surge. So, yeah. Um. But... So, malulabar I'm just going to... It's just going to be... A fun day just yeah. to see you know because that's nationals mm. where do I sit in the national champs like, yeah that's true um, top 15 is my goal yeah um, be racing against some pretty quick dudes exactly um, I'd imagine yeah and I looked at the elite category from last year's Mooloolaba Triathlon yeah and Matt Hauser won it who yeah. um, represented Australia at the Tokyo Olympics and he did the Olympic in like I think it was 1 hour 55 minutes fuck no it maybe was even quicker than that but cuz i know 2 hours is a fucking 2 hours is 2 hours is like sub 20 minute swim yeah. sub hour bike right. which is more than 40k an hour yeah and a sub 40, 40. minute that's... 10k yeah that's fuck inc- and then including transitions yeah so tub 2 hours is quick yeah. Well, even like just around the two-hour mark is quick. Is quick. Yeah. And then know. say for a sprint, around the one-hour mark is, is quick. Yeah. And the first sprint I did this season, it was a 103. Yeah. Which is really... That's very good. Really, and considering I hadn't trained for that one, that was... Yeah. How did you find it? I've never done a sprint.
0: I like... I look at it, I'm like... I don't know. It's kind of like snobby of me. But with <laughs> yeah. the training, I've trained for like long-distance events. So, I look at the sprint and I'm like, an hour? no. Yeah. not worth my fucking not worth getting up not yeah, worth going yeah. down there not worth setting all the shit up for a
1: race not worth your time for it's over so quickly yeah it is over so quickly but it's an hour of pain yeah because it's a you're it, going from the it's exactly yeah, yeah. the um the, the, the time I did it Darcy did it as well and we were neck and neck oh, I had a lead on him in the swim he caught yeah. me up on the bike um, and then we were together like pretty much the whole second lap of the bike Fuck. and then on the run, I had a crap T two, so yep. he got out ahead of me, but then I caught him up halfway on the run and then was coming home 500 meters ago, he runs past me and I didn't have the legs no. to catch him, but no, nah, he ran a great way, so that was good, yeah. but after I was like, holy crap, like one hour three minutes, not too bad. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. And that's pretty good. All things considered that the swim was 250 meters shorter. Right, because um, oh, it was 500, it wasn't it? was 500, was so it? on a normal sprint distance, I'd probably be looking around one hour, five minutes.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, that's pre- but still... That's still pretty good. Around the hour one mark, hour six. and then around the two-hour mark is a leap. Like, yeah. Like, that's pretty fast.
1: Yeah. Um, Fucking hell. So, I have a feeling Maloola Bar Triathlon will be a similar time, if not a tiny bit quicker than Sandringham, just because yeah. of that, there's no massive T1. Yeah, okay. Um... So I'll be happy with anything under um, you know around the two hour fifteen mark. Yeah, okay, cool. And then St Kilda is the one where I just want to believe nothing. Yeah, and just like, blow it just out. Well, it's leave the last race everything of the year, out last there. Race of this season. Last race of season. Last race of the season. Just fucking send it, send it. And, and St Kilda's a good course too. Yeah, swim flat. is flat. Swim is like a pool. Yeah, quick transitions. Black is completely flat run is completely flat
0: yeah you can really see what you can pull out let's yeah. just hope melbourne doesn't fuck you and rain um beforehand so the the swim gets canceled. Yeah. Cause and it is later in the year so rain yeah. chance because you don't like are you're similar to me but more to probably more of an extent because you're a, like a fucking elite swimmer um like for me the swimming's the strongest leg so not quite elite but like <laughs> but more elite you know
1: in comparison
0: yeah Like, I'm a strong swimmer in comparison to your average triathlete, but compared to me, you're fucking, you know, tenfold tenfold quicker. So, like, if the swim gets cancelled, we're both just like, well, fuck. Oh, no. Like, now it's the runner's game, because you (laughs) get subbed in with a run, so now whoever can run better wins. It's like, nah. Drag him into the water, and let's see
1: what happens. That's the last thing I want to happen, because... For me, it's just you know, places matter more than times, yeah. And if people that can run really well, are
0: yeah, like doing, doing that, then the dude who raced with you on the weekend ago the came
1: second, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: If he had of, um, if that had been a run, ride, run, he would have fucking you know, blitzed it even more,
1: yeah. And I mean, he, he ran like a 36 47 yeah there you go
0: like that's whereas you fucking blitzed him in the water by like what couple of minutes
1: yeah yeah there you go but you know at the end of the day if that happens then um you know you're just gonna have to accept it and just go okay yeah that's that's true there's nothing i can do you gotta race now you've got to just tweak the race plan for that yeah um but Um, yeah hopefully that doesn't happen yeah exactly yeah um well I oh, hey. reckon we wrap it up, son. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention yeah, is through this whole like it was twenty-four weeks from the start of the training program with yep. my coach to Sandringham. Yep. And about halfway through, I switched to a
0: plant-based diet. Yeah. Oh, and true. I forgot to ask you yeah. about this. Yes, yes. Go on, go on. And Good topic. Yes.
1: It, and it was around the time that you released your road to veganism podcast yeah, yeah and that was like the catalyst for me to go vegan because yeah. I tried it earlier in the year yeah and liked it um but I did it for about a month but didn't commit to it yeah okay um because I didn't I didn't really feel any different yeah but then the second time around um I I watched listened to your podcast and then watched a whole bunch of Shows like Game Changers, yeah, Cowspiracy, okay. what the oh, hell? Those ones, um, fucking,
0: they always. Uh, yeah,
1: listen to a bunch of other podcasts, like some rich roll
0: ones. Yeah, and it he's, and he's fucking perfect. Him and uh, Plant Proof, uh, yes, awesome. Yeah, Simon for, Hill um, for like helping you with the the decision to go vegan, exactly, and, and helping you along the way with like, oh, what should I do
1: in this situation, that situation? They're they're fucking awesome in helping that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and I, I love it. Like and it's I actually have found my recovery yeah. is so much better. Yeah, like yeah. fucking oath. you still have to recover, of course. Yeah. You're not Superman. Yeah, exactly. But um you, the the absolute reduction in inflammation mm-hmm. um, is just a game changer when yeah. it comes to an endurance sport like yeah, fucking earth. um triathlon. Yeah. And I love the food. I love cooking. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, cooking plant-based just opens up so many options that you just don't get when you use meat as a protein. Because you're forced to like... and dairy and stuff. Yeah,
0: you're forced to think when you use plant-based stuff. And you're like, okay, well, what can I do? And then Mm -hmm. that just opens up fucking all sorts of options. And you're like, oh, shit, I can do this, I can do that. How do I make a fucking cheese sauce? Yeah. you got so many different options. You can like literally just add... You know, vegan butter to fucking flour, Mm. bit of garlic, and saute that down. Or you can use potatoes, or you can use cashews, Mm -hmm. or you can use fucking anything. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Then you look at like the fake, um, the the faux meats, like Mm. CT, and you make that with fucking um, vital wheat gluten, yeah, wheat gluten and stuff like that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, tastes great though. If you season it right, like it's it's fucking awesome. And you you get like your culinary skills go through the roof yeah that's something i've found and i'm sure you're the same like yeah. you get so much better at using all different things and yeah. cooking all sorts of stuff that even if you would go were to go back to a meat-based diet um you would have this fucking skill set
1: that you know you couldn't get exactly. anywhere else it's fucking awesome i've always loved cooking especially mm. baking and yeah. stuff and that's how i sort of started i made like um vegan banana bread yeah. and tahini cookies yeah, and fucking um, they're great the good stuff <laughs> yeah and uh, some other um vegan cakes and and stuff and you know got into and i've always uh, i've always felt that you know when you cook your own food you appreciate it a lot more hundred percent and and you've and it's really good um For creating a healthy relationship with food yeah when you cook it yourself yeah I Um, I agree and wholeheartedly with that it doesn't matter what's in it yeah you you're gonna feel better about it because you've made it and you know what's in it exactly like you know you've touched every ingredient that goes Mm -hmm. into
0: it you're like okay I know there's this much of that this much of that this much of that and like you get to experience that when you taste it like you've put in you know your hour or whatever you've cleaned up the kitchen then you get to sit down and you're like okay I get to enjoy this now. Like, I made this from fucking scratch. This is awesome. Whereas you go to a restaurant, like, don't get me wrong, restaurants are great. Like, getting something made by someone else, it's the fucking, you know, quick and easy, but you don't have that appreciation. And you don't know what's going into it either. Like, that's one thing for me. I'm always like, ugh. I don't know, like I worked in a bistro for a, a few years and I saw those what those chefs did with that oil fucking squeezer and they put a lot of oil in fucking everything. Mm. And I'm always like, you don't need that much. Mm. Like they would sit there and they'd be like... Shake to the <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'd be like, fuck. yeah. And that's it. Like... C- even though I'm plant based like, I do still stick away from the fake meats and, yeah. and the fake cheeses yeah. and, and, and all of that because at the end it's still ultra processed food it is you're and right. that's the one thing even if you're not vegan you don't want yeah, you don't want ultra processed re- food it is and if, like,
0: if there is one health tip out there for fucking everyone regardless yeah. of what you eat it is processed food is bad yeah
1: it's, it's not, not good whole foods yeah. rather than processed exactly. food exactly the closer you can eat a food to it's original sauce yeah It's is far better it's far
0: better for everything like your gut fucking your health your mind the whole fucking lot and your experience too like you get to experience the food in its its form like yeah. it's yeah it's better than the ultra processed shit where you're like how the fuck did this even come about like 30 ingredients and you're like how do they fucking make this like if you can't comprehend how they made it
1: it's processed <laughs> yeah that's right yeah and even coconut products yeah um i don't have a lot of like coconut oil coconut oil is not it's not the best. no bueno no. yeah um, it tastes good but it's, <laughs> it's yeah it's not it, um coconut fat is just like 98 percent saturated fat yeah it and is. um you know a bit of saturated fat's not going to kill you but but too much too well. much well, yeah well. And it is um that's the one thing that a plant-based diet a whole food placement yeah. p- uh, plant-based diet is really good for is yeah Lowering saturated fat, and exactly. Increasing um, polyunsaturated fat. Yeah. Um, shout out Simon Hill, yeah. He's <laughs> fucking
0: I got to start listening to his um, listening to his podcast again because I was like, when I was listening to it, I was, you learn so much. Yeah. And it's crazy. You got to listen to it like his twice. voice almost puts me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's you got to listen to it like two or three times to retain some of the shitty sets because it's <laughs> like he dumbs it down but it's still fucking so smart like he's such a switched on dude it's fucking crazy yes um but yeah if you're looking at going vegan listen to his podcast cause he's yes he's fucking grouse he's yeah. really really good um yeah fucking go
1: vegan you know <laughs> That's it, um, Yeah, I reckon we, we wrap it up. Thanks yeah, for coming good. on again. Thanks for having me. It's we'll, been, um, a, been a pleasure. Yeah,
0: we'll... I'm sure we'll get you on again because you'll be fucking... Maybe we'll get you on after you do St Kilda. Um, we'll see yeah, how we go. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure that'll be... Well, or maybe, you know, a month or so after. Just see how you yeah. went with the whole lot and see yeah. how you're tracking towards the, uh, the national team. Yeah. Be fucking sick. Um, be good. Yeah.
1: Well... Um, I, th- I think a bit way through April they announced the, the squad. So. Okay, maybe we wait until around then. then. Yeah. That'll be that'll be good to hear back from
0: um, how the journey went. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, scenery. Tree the outdoors. Yeah, I figured we'd change up the location. Get in the outdoors, get the sun, the yeah. fucking wind, the environment, you know. Um, yeah, fucking oath. Chat to you guys next week.
1: See ya.